0: I'm wrestling, you not weak for me. Celebrate what I am.
1: Celebrate what I have been. Celebrate what I represent. And celebrate the many ways I have impacted your life.
0: I will survive this test as I have survived others. I am forever etched into the very fiber of all
1: mankind. The world needs me. Time is on my side. History guarantees me. I am wrestling. Do not wait for me.
2: What's up, everybody? This is episode 19 of the T-Road Funky Show. And for the very first time, we are doing this live in person. The man, the legend, Tommy Rowlands, has came to... What's up, my brother? It's good to be in Milwaukee. He's in Milwaukee, and we're sitting in my basement right now. (laughs) <laughs> and we are going to film episode number 19. Thank you, as always, to Defense Soap, Defend What You Have Built. We've got our the whole way through season number one of the t ron Funky Show. So I'm excited. Tommy, uh, we're coming off the NCAA Championships. What do you think? Incredible. Obviously capped off by the finals. Um,
0: it's got to be the best NCAA tournament we really ever have seen. Um by and large, first round all the way to the championship finals, and you know, capped off in Madison Square Garden with with Snyder's win over Gwazowski. Obviously, can't really can't really talk enough about how good that match was, man. I mean, yeah. It was it was epic. As a former heavyweight, I'm very proud that the
2: mat, that the tournament ended uh, the way it the, did. And they said that was the best heavyweight match of all time. But I, you know, uh, where it was, when it was, and what it meant has a lot to do with it being the best heavyweight match of all time. Mm-hmm. And, and I agree. But, you know, I agree with Tommy. Tommy, I sat down, I got my workout in early last Thursday. Um, I finished up, and then I got home. I sat on my couch, and I watched so much NCAA wrestling coverage. It was unbelievable. I mean, ESPN3 made it nice. Uh, I would have loved for it to be on flow. I was with ESPN3, and I had two <laughs> computers up. I was watching all the matches. So from the start to the beginning, it was wild. I mean, I mean, let's just start that first round was, I got to be, it's always wild, and we always forget about how wild it was the year before, because yeah. after we have the results, it doesn't seem so surprising, but man, it was a wild first round, right? No, no doubt about it. I think, you know, we
0: we had an over-under of four, I think, what was it, four, 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 four and a half guys over-under who won't place, and we finished with a total of eight. Um, That's how many it was? We finished with a total of eight, oh, and wow. so... I don't know how many of those top four guys went off in the first round. But in
2: in one seventy four, there was three. Well, yeah, we've got Real Budo, Real Budo Butler, and were you suicidal at that time? Oh God, I already, <laughs> told, I already told you, to making fun of me. I was, uh, yeah, I was. I, I told them I was, I was suicidal for a second there because uh, you know Blaze Butler, who's a Missouri Tiger, lost. Uh, Real Budo, who's a family friend, loses right after that, and then Willie Mickles was losing and getting written out for a good portion of the. First period right away. And that was like, bam, bam, bam. I'm thinking like, oh, like if Mizzou loses loses Willie in the first round, they're in a bad place. Brian's obviously in a bad place because then he hurt himself in the last five segments of the match. No doubt. Um, I actually had him picked to be in the final. I had him picked to win it on my
0: fantasy team. I'm not on my fantasy team, on a prediction poll that I was in. And ironically, a Buckeye won that weight class, which I'm happy to be wrong on that. But, man, yeah, that first round... I don't remember as volatile or a tragic of a first round for so many highly-seeded guys. So that was a great way to open the tournament up. because And really,
2: another one, Joey McKenna was right – I don't know if you guys see that match. Oh, yeah, he was 2-1, right? They, well, they gave the guy – they gave uh, Zach Coran of Central Michigan, they gave him the two points. Crazy. And then they go to challenge, they take it away, and he wins the match. Unbelievable. But, uh, I mean, that could have been another number two seed in the first round you think, also. You think about the tournament, though – you got
0: five rounds, and the first round—the only thing you can hope for in the first round is upsets, right? Because there's not any good matchups, yeah, so it's I not mean, like theoretically. Yes. So, so what you want out of the first round is is, uh, is 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 upsets, plenty of them in the first round, and then the finals on the backside, you're looking for guys to let it all hang out to really yeah. to really not see a bunch of three to two snooze fests, which we traditionally see in the NCAA finals, and I think we got both sides of it. It was as good as it gets, and then the team race. Was not really decided until midway through the semis, which you know it would have been nice to have it go later into the tournament, but it still wasn't
2: officially decided until midway through the semis. So, well, and the fun thing about the team race to me was um, all the other spots were still undecided. I mean, Oklahoma State had what the terrible it was a terrible quarterfinals, I think, and they dropped way down, and then uh, you know they came storming back that Friday night when they punched everyone through the blood round, and then it was between. Um, you know, Missouri was kind of a little off the pace between Oklahoma State, Ohio State, Ohio, uh, Iowa, and Virginia Tech. We're kind of moving back and forth there through Friday night, through Saturday morning. 3-4-5 in- four,
0: four, was up for grabs when Saturday morning started between Virginia Tech, Iowa, and Ohio State. So, And I don't think, I forget the sequence, but Virginia Tech was in third going to the Miles Martin match. Iowa... Nice. Iowa was in fourth, and Ohio right, State was in, in fifth. fifth. Yeah. When Miles Martin won, well, and remember,
2: remember, Iowa loses their first three matches well, in Iowa, the finals. They, all, went, they lost all of them. They went one and nine on Saturday. Oh. one and nine. Come on! I swear to you, one and nine. Wow. The
0: only match was like a pedestrian burak win for fifth or something like wow, that. I, yeah. didn't, I didn't even think about that. Holy one and nine. One and nine on on the last day. So they, See, they 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 didn't do very well. Ohio State went. Six and and0 on the third day. Wow. You had Thomasello go two and and0 Bo Jordan go two and uh Miles Martin won it. Kyle Snyder wins it. Those six matches were good enough. Wait, they to only had
2: four All Americans. Only had four All Americans. Oh my god! Make this sure. is where Tommy. This is where Willie and CP pissed me off because they, they go with this NCAA term is the real way to determine the best team thing, right? No, and then the one day th- I made the argument. Well, listen, give me these these five guys. Give me these four guys. Me, Taylor. Stieber, and Ruth, we win the NCAs most most years. You'll lose in a dual meet. And you lose every dual meet regardless. Perfect of- example is actually my senior year of college, Ben. I've already
0: talked about this on yeah. the podcast, but. Took,
2: uh, we took like
0: third. We took third in the country at the NCAA tournament. During the year, we had five guys with over 32 wins. We had five guys with less than 12 wins. We went 8 and 11 in dual meets and. We lost by one match to Illinois, who was ranked number one. Every match was a dogfight because five matches were going to be a win, yeah. or, or or maybe or maybe not, and five matches were likely to be a loss. So, you know, well, we got some
2: music playing in the background. I don't I think know. <laughs> I think that's, that's, I think that's <laughs> the theme music. My That's right. The there we go. Hopefully, but that's yeah, not ruining the audio. Yeah. Right? You know what? That um. So so the, I don't see where you can even come up with the argument that the NCAA tournament is the determiner of the best team because theoretically you can have four guys go and win it. Yeah. Or four I also, guys go and take third. And that doesn't make your team great. That makes you have four great guys. I also don't think that the dual meets
0: are the 100% accurate representation yeah. of the best team in the sport of wrestling. Well, so what is then? It? If, well, if it's say it's not... If, and the dual gun meets gun, gun to my head, I'm going with duels. We already talked about this six or mm-hmm. seven weeks. Gun to my head, I'm going with duels. But, yeah. but to me, there should be some type of combination that equals what the best team is. You know, you've got... You've got you know the dual meet guys. You've got the tournament guys. To me, I think in all reality, it should be um, a combo of the two. We've talked about this six or seven weeks ago, where you have you know you have a, a national <laughs> dual meet, you have a national <laughs> dual meet tournament with various implications, yep. different implications, and then we go into the national tournament as we know it with Penn State starting the tournament with twelve points, Ohio State is starting with eight, or however the national yep. dual meet went. Uh, dual meet championships went, or just how the regular season mm-hmm. went in duels.
1: That way, you have implications in the dual meet setting. You're rewarding teams for
0: having balance, even if that balance includes eight guys that would go two and two at the nationals and not score. You know a lot. who did? You know who had that?
2: Um, I'll, I'll bring it up the Peter right now. But I remember looking at Nebraska. Nebraska. The Nebraska had, had. Oh my God! They had so many guys lose in the round of twelve. Or the round of sixteen, it was totally freaking unbelievable. Yep, and they still did good at the time. I mean, they still played. Not them. bad, but you know they were really high those first couple days um, because obviously they had ten guys there. Um, so Lambert loses. I think that's the round of twelve. Uh, Montoya takes fifth. Sufloane, Abidin's round of twelve. Souflon round of twelve. Burgers round of twelve. Oh my god. Uh, Michael uh, Austin Wilson seventh. Micah Barnes is uh, that's probably round of sixteen there. Dudley obviously is in the finals, Studebaker is round of 12, and so Collin like, is round of 16. So they got three All-Americans, but no guy finished worse than the round of 16. Yeah, that's yeah, freaking impressive. Yeah, yeah. no, it's, that's very impressive. But it only, let's see what they ended up placing. Man. I think it's like... They did all right. Eighth place, you yeah. know, it's not great, but... But, but, I, but if, if let's say they had, you know, I don't even know how their dual-meat
0: season went. I just think that a combination of the both, it's still... You still maintain the integrity of the National Wrestling Tournament as we know it today. Madison Square Garden, the hype, the fervor, the team race, the individual implications, the storyline of a three-day event, it's still all there. But you're starting the tournament with handicaps for people based on how good or bad they did in the dual meet season or the dual meet tournament or whatever it might be. So it combines all of the great things about the sport. I think that would be most representative of the best team. Not just the tournament, not just duels. To the point, gun to my head, I'm going with duels. But, that being said, I'm a little bit long-winded here. <laughs> I mean, it's the greatest event yeah, in the world. Gosh, the, 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 this NCAA tournament it's the, the greatest. greatest event in the world. I mean, it's 20,000 people, Madison Square Gardens. The, the, the way that the event went was amazing.
2: And I uh, was yeah, looking at this, not to get off task, but... Um, you talk upstate first round. Oklahoma State loses uh Eddie Kamara first round, who's a number six, loses to Connor Youtsey, who's a pedestrian twelve and thirteen. Returning all American. Connor Youtsey <laughs> freaking goes all the way back, beats my guy Barlow McGee in the blood round from Missouri. We also make, we also know who beats your guy, Barlow McGee. I want to talk about that. Match. that okay, listen, <laughs> I I ate some crow on Dylan Peters, but um I couldn't hundred percent watch the match. I was coaching practice. I had the I had the projector up on the wall, Tommy. So I was kind of watching. Yeah. But Peters wrestled from his damn knee the whole time. Yeah. I, I mean, it was, I don't like the way he wrestles. It I, was ridiculous how he not, how he didn't get Culver stalling, and then he wins in double overtime. He um, made you, he, whatever Dylan Peters at made you eat some crow, but, but I'll eat some crow. I didn't see that coming. And Barlow smacked him around at the MAC Championships, and then the refs let Dylan stall it out. And you know that sometimes that's what it takes, Dylan. You got it done. Um that's not how I would have got it done, but you did get it done <laughs> and I apologize for that comment I made. <laughs> um, so let's talk about let's talk about Penn State. I mean they're just so freaking impressive. Is is that right? Was that what do we gotta say? They're impressive. Yeah, I, I mean I don't like saying it, but I you
0: gotta call a spade a spade. That the that team first of all they put five in the finals. Mm-hmm. The, the only way any team had a chance was with they had a big gun crab down his leg. And if you look at it, they finished with 123 points. If a big gun crabs down his leg, that's 20 points. They still have 103, six more than Okie State. They still probably yeah. would have won, but it would have been
2: an interesting race. So Yeah, well, I mean, obviously Oklahoma State had. Um, yeah. Kamara crab down his leg, down and his Ohio leg. State missed Mick out on. McJordan was, was in the
0: semis with seven seconds to go in yeah. the quarters, and then he, instead he didn't play. So there's a lot of things to – but, yeah, Penn State – there's nothing Penn State did that would have put you know anybody mm-hmm. in in the hunt. So the way they wrestle, Zane Rutherford, um, Nolf is, Nolfe is, is a stud. He's just he's a stud. He lost to a stud, but he's a stud. Mega finally winning his title. And to your point, I think he tweeted it out. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of Meg, how Mega wrestles, and
2: you know, I've never been a fan of the guy ever. But
0: but but ever. it was cool. It was cool to see him. Yeah, right. it's it
2: bizarre, cool. right? Yeah. This happened to me. Who did this? Had someone else recently? Where. I've I've never been a fan of Megalodus, yep. and um, you know just you see him come up short so many times. You see him try, so, and then all of a sudden you see him win. And you get that warm well, buddy. By, yeah, by all accounts, by all
0: accounts, he's you know everybody says he's the hardest worker. Yeah. Everybody says he's a great kid. Everybody really likes him. So yeah. People that I know,
2: mm-hmm. you
0: know, there's let's say there's eight people that I know well within the Penn State program. They all speak very highly of them, So how could you not like to see that guy like that win?
2: And then he wins, and you're a fan of him. <laughs> so you won me over. It took you yeah, four years in every single match, Nico. But you did win me over. So yeah, Congratulations on your title. But you know the thing about these Penn State guys is they create so much separation between themselves and their opponent. They're not getting upset.
1: No, I mean, they they no. go out
2: there and they beat people down. That's what it's it's crazy, right? No, I mean the, the only the, the three Penn State guys that lost in the
0: finals were Nolf, who lost to a freak in Imar. Yeah. Uh, You've got Morgan McIntosh, who it, I wouldn't even call that an upset. That was a toss up going yep, into the match, definitely. so he got beat by a guy that was capable of beating him. And then the only guy that lost was the guy that had. Well, you, call, most, you
2: can brag. Tom. you call it. I, I
0: don't want to brag because it makes it it makes it appear as if I was cheering against Bo Nickel, which I was not. I mean, I was cheering. You should against, have been. I was cheering it's against him. I was cheering against him in the finals, but I'm not. I wasn't cheering against him. You know, I wasn't cheering for him to fail. Yeah. But I think you know he separates himself in flurries and sequences in the sport, but he doesn't control his destiny as much as the other guys, like like a Rutherford, like a Megalutus, like a Nolf. He needs to react to what other people are doing, and, and it caught up with him a little bit. I think with the program that he's in, um, Ben, that, that it won't be that way forever. I mean, I think behind closed doors, if you pull the curtain back, you know those are the conversations that Bo Nickel is going to have, Could Kale Sanders is going to have with Bo Nickel, um, maybe maybe let it lay off for a couple of weeks. But, hey, we've got to develop our own opportunities. We can't put ourselves across our back and make it a wild, woolly mess We've got to control our destiny a little bit more. And then if we get in scrambles, yes, you're very good in them. Yeah. And you need to make sure that you win them. But, um, it was great. I mean, Miles Martin winning was obviously incredible.
2: I yeah, that was. And, you know, like we talked about that bracket, the 134 fell apart. You know, if you go into it, and if Tommy, if you would have predicted on the show, which you probably should have done because you love Miles Martin, that he's going to make I the do finals. love Miles Martin. A lot of people would have said, you're crazy, Tommy. Yeah. And, but the crazy thing about the NCA was we talk about we forget. We forget the upsets because we then have a new perspective on it. You forget. If someone tells you next year that Miles Martin wasn't supposed to make the finals, you're going to be like, why? Right. I don't get it. Mm -hmm. But he was the 11th seed. He beats the 6th seed, the 2 and the 3 lost first round. Yeah. I mean, you're
0: never going to have that perspective. If everybody won on Miles' side, it still wouldn't have shocked me if he made the finals. But with the way the bracket played out, it was... His finals to, to lose. I mean, yeah. once Butler and Real Buda went down, and and then he got by Hammond in the second round. I'm thinking if he doesn't make the finals, it'll be disappointing. Whereas if everybody was winning, I would have said he can make the finals. Yeah, but it's not going to be disappointing if he doesn't make the finals. So. Definitely.
2: So let's talk about let's talk about Oklahoma State a little bit. Um, they have a good tournament. I you know I don't know if I'm going to say a great tournament out of them. They get Heil and uh, Alex Deering obviously win it, and then they got uh, uh, Kalika All American, which I'm going to talk about that match later. Joe Smith All American, Taylor Rodgers loses round twelve. Nolan Boyd All American and Austin Marsden, All American. So you know that was a it was a good tournament for them. I definitely don't think you can say a great tournament. Uh, I would agree, but I would say solid. I wouldn't say that they should have their head down about that performance. Definitely not. And then you know and then obviously Ohio State, we've talked a little about them. Virginia Tech is uh you know another program that I think this tournament got them over the hump. They've Six been all Americans. Yeah, they've been in this, this pattern where and you know Missouri had this where they did done really well in duels and then struggled at the nationals. Yep. And I think that's and now you know that's what we see NC State did this year. They yep. had a great dual team Struggled the nationals, Missouri on their way up. Did a I've, bunch of years. I've got to say
0: something though with with Virginia Tech, and I'm guilty. I think maybe you're a little bit guilty, Ben. Uh-oh, and, ben what? and the rest of the wrestling community. We talk about great coaches in wrestling, and through through 18 episodes, we've brought up the the genius in Tom Ryan and Brian Smith and Rob Cole and John Smith and Tom Brands and how Papalizio is coming up. Kevin Dresser took over a program that Tom Brands left. Bear. They wanted to drop it. All the best guys transferred. He took over this program. He was coaching at Christiansburg, and fast forward seven, eight, nine years later—however long ago that was—and he's got a, a wrestling program that, as far as I know, in the history of the program, they've never been relevant. They, they, they have a phenomenal dual meet season. They beat NC State, the the team and the coach that we've been ranting and raving about. They win the ACC championship. No, so they lost NC State there. Well, and I'm talking about the duel duels, season.
2: duels, correct. They win
0: the ACC championship. They beat Michigan in the national duels. He whines and cries about about not wrestling Iowa, and then he goes to the national tournament, gets six All-Americans, gets a team trophy, beats Iowa, and we haven't said one word about that man. We're talking and, about him right now. talking, and, we're <laughs> talk, and, and <laughs> that
2: that guy deserves big time ups. 100. Kevin Dresser, and so this is a. Uh... This is one of those teams where I think this is the, this is the one that got with the hump because a lot of these guys are coming back, um, and now they got that confidence that they're gonna they can do it at the big tournament. And they took freaking what was, S- listen to this four plays six, six All Americans yeah. and Dance doesn't play and Zavatsky Zavatsky was yeah. a five seater very good. Yeah. So I mean Chisco All Americans Brissetta takes third, I think out of the, I want to say he was in the eighth spot. Uh-huh. If I'm not wrong, um, Ohio by the way. <laughs> <laughs> McFadden, uh, out of the 14 spot, comes in and takes sixth place. Epperly, let's give, let's give a special shout out to him. Road Warrior Award. Yep. He loses first round to Casey Kent, which was a tough first round draw. Loses to Casey Kent, 3-2. to two. Comes all the way back. And this is what we're talking about, Tommy, here. This is exactly what your big guns need to do in the back. Look at this. He goes, Tech Fall. Major, major, medical forfeit, major decision, major decision. That's one. He two, probably three, scored more on the back four, side than he could have five, on the front. <laughs> six. So that's seven and a half bonus points right there on the that's back side. Lot. I mean that's, that's, a, that's lot. a lot of points. Oh yeah, that's a lot. So um he all Americans, Jared Hot All Americans, and Ty Wall's all Americans. And he he his match with uh Snyder was pretty fun actually. Yeah, no. Ty Wall's Ohio, by the way. <laughs>
0: it's uh he's good, man. I mean I I felt bad for him. I listened to one of his flow interviews how he never got Talked about this year, which is actually true. Yeah, it's tough um, year to get talked about. Tough no, year to get really talked true. about at the weight class. You know, he didn't redeem that and beat Kyle Snyder and pull off the impossible. But what he showed was there's a lot of other years that uh, Ty Walls could have been the national champion heavyweight.
2: A lot of other years, 100. And you know, and he didn't win the third place match. He had a tough match there against Coon. Adam Kuhn, who's a also a leader, stud. Dude. I it's mean, just,
0: those four guys are national champion caliber, in my opinion.
2: Yeah, hundred percent. I mean that is for a deep heavyweight class. And you know what? Honestly, America's had some really deep heavyweight classes when you were coming through as you know, yep. you and Mako and then Cole Conrad right for that. And so there was always quite a few good heavyweights, but that was a special class. So then after after Virginia Tech we got Iowa and Tommy. Honestly, heading into um, Saturday, which I didn't realize in one and six, but I was one ready- and nine. One and nine. I was ready to say, you know what, Tommy, um I kinda put that article up but Iowa not peaking at nationals. And they, uh, and I was like, you know what? They had a pretty good tournament. They're wrestling good. I'm wrong. But fifth play, then, then they crapped the bed on Saturday. Zero national champs. And I don't think you can say, I'm. Ex- if you're an Iowa fan, I don't think you can say, I'm excited about how Iowa did here. No, I, I don't think you can. I mean, yeah, one. one the,
0: if the ball bounced here or there, they could have easily been third. But they weren't. And... You know, they, 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 I think this is this the second or third year in a row they didn't have a national champ. Did oh, they, they didn't have one last
2: a, year, did they? Well, Gilman didn't win. Clark didn't win. I don't think so. When so... Ramos. That was two years ago. That was two years ago. So... Yeah. So he's he starting to feel... You know, and, and me, me looking at it, and we talked with time. there's a lot of tough teams coming back. And Iowa has a particularly tough team. They have um, juniors in... Uh, Gilman and, and Gilman's
1: Clark going to be a senior, going to be seniors. Yeah, so going to be, senior. gonna be
2: seniors. Gilman, Clark, Brooks, and um, Alex Meyer. And so I'm thinking, like, if they don't get something done next year, Tom Brands has got to be feeling the heat because yep. they, lose, they lose. Once you lose those four, you're not replacing them like that. Here's the thing, though: when they let
0: Zaleski go, it was because Tom Brands was available. Who
2: do you? I mean, I don't, don't even I, get. You know who's available. You never read my article, Tommy? No, I haven't. I'm gonna pull it up. We're sitting in front of this computer. David Taylor's available. <laughs> David freaking Taylor. That's who, Tommy. Oh god. I wrote this article uh, two years ago about how you know. Because I agree, there's no Hawkeyes that that fit the bill. That this is the guy you put in. But um, you know, I got this article about David Taylor written here, and I think David Taylor's the guy you put oh, in. there. Oh jeez. Why I not? Haven't read it. Why not? <laughs> Because, in my opinion, and a lot of people's opinion, the, one of the things that, uh, that I will lack is the ability to go get to legs. Of, I mean, even think about in the finals, Corey Clark, it, you know, he's losing, right? Yeah. And he can't go and get shot, And somehow, which, is, you know, we're going to talk about the stalling, I'm sure, at some point. But, um, he loses without shooting. He doesn't yeah. shoot in the second and third period. I mean, it's crazy, right? Right, right. Listen, I, I have a hard
0: time, um, being critical of a team that's top five year in and year out. So it's difficult for me because they they perform at a really high
2: level all the time. But they do below perform below the seats. Uh, yeah, I mean, 100%. And like I said, uh, you know, we talked about this a little bit. Um, they can't go and get leg attacks, and they can use their shape early in the season. But when it comes to NCAAs, we saw everyone. I mean, I don't think I saw one match. Oh, actually, I take that back. Maybe Jake <laughs> Ryan first round. Oh, which I hate geez. to say it about your your coach. Uh, Listen, but he he, he it he, was a it was an adrenaline dump.
0: It was an adrenaline dump. He definitely wrestled with an opportunity. He opened up the Pandora's box for the referee to do what he did. But that was bad.
2: That Wait, was bad. Do you just want? Do you just want to talk about uh, uh, the stalling right now? Do we just want to go right into Let's that? Do it it. Let's doing? do it. Let's okay. do it. Okay. So David Taylor. Iowa's new coach. If I was the Hawkeye AD, that's who I'd hire because David Taylor's a freaking man. I make a lot of good points. I, I maybe I'll, I'll repost this articles uh, this article about David Taylor being Iowa's new coach. But I think I made a lot of good points in it as to why he could be the next coach at uh, the University of Iowa and why it'd be a smart move. Um, okay, so this is stalling. So Tommy, I had a handful of very smart people comment to me. And I would agree that this is the best NCAA finals. And they also made the comment that they think it had something in particular to do with the new stall rules. Um, top riding, you know, stall riding was cut down upon. Um, there was more action in the center of the mat. Uh, and obviously, we saw a few very negative consequences. Yeah. You know, the Jake Bryan. I think you
0: saw both ends of the
2: extreme. I mean, yeah. you know
0: what I mean? You saw how it's good mm-hmm. for wrestling and how it's potentially not. I mean, the ball, you know, if, if Corey Clark. Got even one takedown after all those stall
2: calls and beating Ashan for the title. It would have been a crime. It would have been a crime, and that would have been a crime. Yeah. And the other time I said um, Isaac Jordan versus Deeringer. Deringer's attacking, 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 yeah. attacking, and, he, and Jordan's stalling for sure. And, and then Deeringer finally gets takedown, and then and then somehow he ends up on the leg when he's on top, and the ref starts counting. And I actually tweeted like. If Deeringer gets called for stalling yeah. after what's happened in two and a half minutes of wrestling, yep. it's a freaking crime. No doubt. No so, doubt. But you know what I think it comes back to? And then obviously we had LeVon Mays had the match cost uh, in the quarters, uh-huh. and that was the only match he lost because he came back and beat the same guy for third place. Right. Um, at the same time, I think it all comes back down to competence of the referees. Yep. I mean, if the referees know how to adequately apply the calls, then it, then everything works out. 'Cause when a guy is sitting on his knees and not shooting like in the Levon Mays match, yep. that guy should have got called for stalling. And then, okay, so if you call him for stalling a few times and you call Mays for stalling, it works out. Yep. But the fact that you didn't call Kalika at all and you call Mays twice, that makes the, the end decision be ridiculous. No doubt. And it's, uh, it's, Yeah, the Nishan match was I mean that was know, a bad if one. You,
0: if you really think about it, these rules are actually pretty good. The the rule changes but mm-hmm. but the caliber of the official to, to call it correctly is required to be higher, almost. Yeah. You need to be able to see the sport through a lens that, you know, is, is a higher level
2: than, than that of what we used to have. Yeah. Because the rules are good if you're calling it right. Yeah. I mean, you know, the thing is, like, in that in that Clark match, Clark Garrett, for example, when Garrett's firing off attack after attack after attack in the first period and Clark's not really offering any offense, why isn't Clark getting called for stalling there? Yeah. I mean, he should be, just the same way Nishang called for stalling in the third period. Because oh, no. Nishang was kind of avoiding the action, but he also knows if I don't let him tie me and throw me, he can't shoot on me. Right. So I just got to kind of stay out of range yeah. here. And so Nishanga's smart enough to know that, but... Well, the other thing
0: that, that bothers me with an offensive-minded wrestler is that the referee becomes conditioned to say, I know this guy isn't doing everything that he can because yeah. I saw him four minutes ago fire off a shot every 27 seconds. So... Just because you're not as aggressive as you were in the first period doesn't mean that you're stalling. And that yeah. happens to a lot of aggressive wrestlers all the time. They let the pedal off the gas a little bit and, and
2: you know, they're getting penalized for it.
0: And you know, the other one I,
2: I've heard from referees, the other one I've heard is that the guy is overwhelming him. So when the guy is being overwhelmed, you can't call for stall. Right, right. It's like we're at the freaking national tournament here. Throw yeah. that out the freaking door. If yeah. you're getting overwhelmed, just yeah. stall him out of the damn match. Yeah. So I've heard that one before too. But and the other, I'll tell you a funny one with the new rules that I see is uh, this one situation I saw about eight times last weekend, maybe more, maybe less. I just threw that number out there. But um, when the top wrestler is next to the bottom wrestler, right? The bottom wrestler is out of bounds. The top guy still is keeping his foot in. Right. But if the bottom guy does any kind of good movement, the top guy just pulls his foot out and out of bounds, right? Right, right. But if the bottom guy crawls farther out of bounds to pull the other guy's foot out of bounds, now it looks like he's stalling, right? <laughs> so what does he do? Cause, but then like 10, 15 seconds, tick off the clock. Yeah. And it's like that situation should just be stopped. Yeah. Because at any yeah. point, the bottom guy doesn't good. The top guy pulls his foot out of bounds and they're out. So there's no good ending for the bottom wrestler yep, in that situation. Absolutely. And I saw, I saw that get taken advantage of a lot. Um, and the last one I want to mention is, uh, you know, I love this stopping the drop-down. The drop-down was appalling to me. Oh, yeah. was to the single leg. But uh, who got caught in the crackdown in the, in the finals? I think it was Megaludas. Got caught in a crackdown, maybe it's semi finals, I don't know. He gets caught in a crackdown position. Well, the, at that point, there's literally no way to let go of the leg. No. Without giving up a reversal. You mm-hmm. let go, you're giving up a reversal. Like, mm-hmm. how do you do that? Mm-hmm. I don't even know how you do it. Yep. And so... Are you really giving him the option of take dollar and give up a reversal? That's bullcrap to me. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, some of those situations yeah, we've got to the,
0: them. We've got to take the thought of it and take the good pieces, leave them in. Take the bad pieces, get rid of them somehow. But it's, it's not,
2: application by referee,
1: yeah, right? Once yeah, you see like, it's
0: so interpretive, and that's the you've got to be a really high level official to apply these rules the right way.
2: Okay, so hey, let's go into. Uh, Let's just go, let's start the, we kind of talked about the first round, how fun it was. Let's go through the quarterfinals a little bit, maybe talk about some, some of the better matches that hit the semis, that hit the finals, kind of. Um. Nothing really to talk about at 25, in my opinion. Yeah. Nothing that I, that Yow, I you know, Yahtzee gave Megaludis a, a good fight, and, well, now we're actually talking about stalling. Um, Mega, Mega does this, and this kind of one of the reasons he annoys me, but then I, now I'm a fan of him, so he's can't <laughs> more. Uh, he drops to the legs a lot yep. but never stays there for very long. No. And that's to me that's like in this this match in particular, the Yauzi match it happened a lot. Yeah. He could he should have got warned at the very least warned him. Yeah. Um but you know it's not appalling or anything. Uh, and David Thoreau obviously beats Connor Schramm. Both guys kind of a shock and that's that's where Dan's got knocked out. Mm-hmm. Um all right, 133 how about Earl Hall having the Vaseline on his calves? Is that true? Yeah, well, then, I saw that you tweeted that. That's what I. I mean, that's what everyone was saying. Well, that, you said it's a low life move. If that's if, if it's true, and I have no idea of how you verify that, but if that's true, well, that's, that's they, terrible. They, they stopped the match. From the people on ESPN apparently made him wipe off his calves. You know, because Deshaun's got those low ankle shots, and he also does that really great front headlock bounce grab low yeah. where he grabs the calf, and obviously with a. Just be that he was using lotion and it was too slippery on the back. Of well, the I hope so because <laughs> I I have had one person in my career where I you know I can't prove that they purposely put Vaseline on, but after the match I was like touching my arms, right, and they right. were so slippery. I'm like, what in the hell is uh, on my arms? Crazy. So yeah, if that was true, man, that's bad. Um, 141. This is where we kind of starts getting a lot of fun in the quarters. Yeah,
0: unfortunately,
2: <laughs> we got to start here. Yeah, um, Ashnault makes the semis. How makes semis? Meredith over Micah Jordan. Micah Jordan got that winning takedown with, oh gosh, you know, what, 15, 12? A short time left. And it looks like he kind of just freezes and says, okay, I'm just going to be able to hold him here. Yeah. But Meredith doesn't stop kept wrestling. kept sitting
0: corner, kept sitting corner, sitting and corner, sitting corner, got his hand in there, which caused the uncertainty in Mick's eyes. Mick disengaged, I thought, from top wrestling, which created some space and allowed. Meredith to get to lock it up. So, for sure. That's, uh, that was bad.
2: And that was, Meredith's one of the the darlings of the tournament, one of the dark horses. Do you see those eyebrows? He had, had the. He had He looks like Zach. Moore, he looks like Zach Morris from Saved by the Bell. That's actually good. I didn't think about that. That's a good <laughs> Some people were saying he was the Sage North cut of NCAA wrestling. <laughs> That's a good one too. I like that. <laughs> oh man. Okay. One. One forty nine. Rutherford smashes. Smashes. Um,
0: just smashes.
2: Panaleo gets the fall, and then these last two matches were. Yeah, you know, this is another suicide watch moment for yeah, me. Yeah. Um, because Jake Soufoul went to my high school. Levon Mays obviously goes to Missouri. May shoots twelve times to Kalika's damn near zero. Kalika's from Ohio. Kalika well, they teach stalling in Ohio, didn't <laughs> wrestling off his knees. And somehow LeVon loses three to two on two stall calls. Like, yeah, that was brutal. That's a misapplication. Brutal. That's a misapplication. Yep, miss and then uh Jake Soufflon goes to double overtime with Brandon Sorsen, but loses on a takedown and it was the fourth set, so it was you know the, the defeat. The I always team. I really liked
0: watching Souplone. His Man, He yeah. was an
2: exciting guy to watch. And he, uh, you know, he never got the All American. So that was yeah. sad. I was really cheering for Jake, but um, came a little short there. Uh, so Isaiah wrestled. Brashetta wrestled him tough. I mean, there's no way no, around he did. that. did, yeah. Brashetta's good. Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> Next match. Oh, uh, Ian Miller. That's Ohio, too. Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Murphy's in Ohio. He's Illinois. Yeah. Uh, Murphy wrestles him tough. Nolf beats up on Joe Smith. Which I watched one? that. He it was kind of competitive, but not really. I don't think it was very competitive. It was for about three and a half minutes, and then the roof caved in. Yeah, so exactly. Um, and then Walsh versus Cody Pack. I gotta watch this because I heard I heard Pack was up six nothing, and uh, Walsh came back and won eleven ten. So I heard it's a great match. I haven't got to watch it, but um, Walsh obviously was one of the big upset semifinalists here. Okay, one forty-one. Um, oh my God! Wow, I'm reading backwards. One sixty-five. Nothing, nothing super big there. Fake. Seventy-four. Not nothing. nothing big there. I mean, you've you've got Miles Martin on a roll, but you know, against guys, he should be beating at this point. So yeah, um, eighty-four. Dean gets revenge over Nolan Boyd. Renda beats Savaski. I thought that was a big one because I the, the the result was the other way around. I believe at the ACC, uh-huh. Savaski beating Renda. Um, my boy Willie Mickliss comes up big and, and dominates. Dominating. Yeah, he did, yeah. And then, well, actually, the Dudley-Brooks match was a lot of fun. It was. Um yep. So Dudley got that big four-point tilt. And then this is where I talk about, again, Iowa doesn't have a good leg attack. And, you know, Brooks just kept trying to dig the underhooks, and he's yep. down by four or five points. Yep. It's like, just shoot a freaking double leg. <laughs> I mean, come on, like, you know, you got to take him down multiple times here. Um He did with, like, four seconds left, he almost threw him to his back. Almost, yeah, somehow. Yeah. Um, the mullet didn't work. Didn't, didn't get it done. <laughs> Did not get it done. Okay, 197. Um, nothing particularly nothing crazy, noteworthy there. One, Quarterfinals, nothing crazy. Everybody should have won one. Yep, one through four wins. And then heavyweight, nothing um, particularly crazy either. The, the, the top four win pretty easily. All right, let's go semis. Semis were a lot more fun. Well, I didn't realize there really wasn't that many upsets in the quarters. No, it was day one. It was day one. It was the day line. one. There were six upsets. Okay, so let's go. Let's go to semis. Uh, we start out obviously with a, a Buckeye getting upset. Unfortunately, yeah, that was tough.
1: You so, know, I mean, boy, how
2: about this pin call? beats mad, him. It was. It was. It
0: was not a pin. It was laughable. It was not that. a pin. And you was, know
2: yeah. what I keep cracking? The Iowa fans said Brooks had uh, Brooks had someone pinned in the wrestlebacks. And they stopped it because of blood, which was asinine. That ref's an idiot. Don't stop it because of blood. Just slap right. the freaking mat. But Iowa, you got one back here because. Got it back. It was not a pin. It was obviously a even win. It was close. Which is all that really matters. I think the ref said, you know what? This is over. How about Tomasello with the lifted single at the end of the third period? I couldn't believe he couldn't finish. I thought I was calling. I said, this Especially is over. Especially Tomasello, as fundamental as he is, you would think, you know. And, and Gilman's not someone you think of as this guy's a scrambler. He's going to be really. You no. know, he's not a mega. Mega no. is hard to finish on. No. He's not that guy. And so, yeah, I, I, I called it. I said, this is over. Yeah. And. Um, Obviously Gilman made it through there. He got the win in overtime. Um and that renews that rivalry for next year. Oh yeah, then, it's know, gonna be great. Those it's gonna two be are great. I mean they're,
0: they're, one, I think two. Gilman's now one Gilman is now one and two against Tomasello. Um Tomasello beat him in the big ten finals and then they both, you know, that's could be interesting. Thirty three
2: mega the Megalutas went over It was pretty controlling. Thirty three and that ended the sweet story. I guess I wasn't there, and you weren't there, but people were telling me that Terrell was the crowd favorite. Like, people well, I tell you, freaking not, nuts! I watched
0: for him. Tomasello wrestle Terrell for third, and he was the crowd favorite on Saturday. Oh, they were going nuts.
2: That's what, and that's what someone else that was there told me. Yep. They told me people were going freaking nuts over it. Um, wow! And then thirty-three starts off
1: with a bang. Uh, Twenty-one second pin over the returning wow. national champions. Quite
0: a statement. Great momentum builder for Nashawn as he went into the finals. I mean.
2: Yeah, just blast double and they kind of got in the scramble and he catches them on his back and that's all she wrote. And then the other one was kind of slow as we had predicted and we knew it was going to be, but uh, Zane got a nice takedown in the second period and Clark comes back and I say he can't shoot, but he shot and he scored with about, uh, I don't know, six-ish seconds left to beat uh, Zane Richards four to three. So that was, that was kind of a wild one. Um, 41, you got Dean Heil. And, uh, Anthony Ashton, fairly controlling 83 decision. I was surprised that it was controlling. I agree. I I actually, I thought Ashton was going to be in the finals. So, um, you know what? Dean, Dean seems to be a very intellectual wrestler where he. Well, he's from Ohio. Oh, Oh, man. Wow. Uh, wow. Anyways, keep going. He goes in, he, he, he surgically gets his points. He's smart enough to stay out of the other people's. Great areas, and he goes in and he gets done when he needs to get done. Yeah, it's never very um, wow. There's never a wow factor there, but it's always it's, it's very just you know
0: the only thing wow about Ohio is that he won the Nationals, which is the yeah, only, the only course. wow that matters.
2: Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and then he's a junior, so he's coming yeah. back. Um, he's a sophomore. Oh shoot, he's, he's a a sophomore. Ju- he'll be a junior next year. Wow, that's yeah, so pretty amazing. Yeah. Okay, and then you got Bryce Meredith over Joey McKenna, which was a fun one. Took out Bojor. Uh, took he took who did he? Took out Micah. Took out Micah Jordan. No, that was only. That was the
0: first upset.
2: That no, was... there was someone before that. There was a three seed. Who's a three seed? I don't. Know. Oh, no. Jack. Jack. He took out Jack. Which they were former teammates. So that's a crazy story. I didn't right? know that. Yes, uh, Bryce Meredith was at NC State, but he thought he couldn't be the starter. So he's from Wyoming originally. He transfers back to Wyoming. And they meet in the round of sixteen where Jack was a three seed and he's the fourteen and he beats Jack. Holy smokes, right? I didn't know that. Yeah, that's Chris so that so, was about Jack, then Mick, then McKenna. So you can't refute
0: the path. It wasn't an easy one for him.
2: Yeah. Um but yeah, that was a scrambly the McKenna Meredith was very scrambly. Um, okay, forty nine, you got rather of a dominated Panatelio. There's no other way. Is it Pantaleo or Pantelio? Do you know? Pantelio. Pan I don't know. You don't know. It's not
0: Panaleo. Jaden's you Jaden. Jaden.
2: It should be Jaden. That's how it looks. <laughs> uh, and then uh, Sorensen wins just a kind of a blowout decision over Kalika. Um, I don't think that one was too exciting. Uh, 57. Now, this was an exciting match. Did oh, yeah. Did you watch this match? Yeah, it was great. Yeah, Ian was Miller
0: great. from Ohio with his inside trips from nowhere. I mean, he's got great inside trips. He does it from a right-side overhook. Comes in there hard. Um, great match. Isaiah Martinez showed plenty of, plenty of heart spunk and, and heart
2: and grit. But, man, Ian Miller left it, it all. That Did out. you see that, that takedown that, you know, somehow... Martinez avoided with a couple seconds left. Miller inside trips. So Miller inside trips him to bring it close. Or, I'm sorry. To, he, so he was winning by one. Isaiah escapes the tight up. And Mar- Miller hits another inside trip with, say, five, six seconds left. Martinez drops to his back and, and freaking rolled, popped the hips up, boom, and somehow scoots out before there's any kind of takedown oh, amazing. to put it into overtime. Which you know at that point as as the inside trips happen you're thinking, Oh my god, it's not gonna be Martinez Nolf, it's gonna right, be Miller Nolf. Right. Um which I think it's kind of a crime against humanity we never saw Ian Miller vs Nolf. That
1: would've, would've been,
2: been great. It would have been that good. Been yeah, so much yeah. fun. And uh on the other semi null Smash. Just smash is Walsh is the I think at this point he's a fifteen seed. So yeah. you know, Gant, Gant the two seed got knocked out kinda early. Um, sixty five we got Daringer uh up uh, uh but not really avenging, but avenging a one point win. No, I feel like he came out with some extra extra spunk, some extra determination to make sure that match wasn't close. Because last time it was four three in yeah. Stillwater. And I think Deringer says Well he gave him
0: his respect, but he also yeah. he was just more prepared, knew what he was good at, yep. did
2: what did what three time national champs do. And he said, I want to get it done. Yeah. Uh and then you got Isaac and Bo. Oh, five four. Brutal. Uh, kinda just like Isaac versus Bo always is. Uh um, brutal. One seventy four was exciting. Uh, the Miles Martin won fairly easily over Leland Witherspoon, who was a dark horse. But the Nickel Jackson, did you did you? Get yeah, that? I watched okay. it, and this okay. is this is right when. I mean,
0: I don't think Bo Nickel wrestled his best um, at the national tournament compared to what he's done at other times of the year. And when I saw him win this match, I I, I kind of I didn't know Miles was gonna win. I'd be lying if I said that, but I knew. I knew it wasn't going to be a two-minute pin like it was at the Big Ten. Yeah, you know, I, I I knew there was going to be some interesting dynamics
2: to the match. Definitely, and um, for what it's worth, Jackson damn near had that take. Yeah, he had it. He mean, had. He almost with five seconds left. He kind of had the hand behind the armpit, but he yeah. couldn't quite get there. Yeah. Uh, but either Jackson really impressed me. I didn't. I mean, I didn't know Indiana made wrestlers that good. <laughs> but he's freaking tough. Oh, is yeah, he a senior? Good. I don't even know. I'm not sure. So he, he, you know, if he's not a senior, he's going to be tough to deal with next year because he was really impressive, and I was not. I can't say I was really aware of him prior to this year at all. Were you? No, I was not either. So you know, he's going to be. See, I'm, I'm looking it up right now. I'm trying to type into Google, to see, <laughs> see what we got. Um, all right, eighty four. Um, Jabe Dean versus Redna is not not over competitive and. Unfortunately my guy Willie Mickles kinda he kinda got beat up a little bit by Cinderella story ended. ended I wouldn't know? call it Cinderella. This well, is good. Two time all American. Two time all american he, he was the fourteen seed, obviously, yeah. but it's a um, bad losses. He deserved the fourteen seed. That's, but he but I don't think
0: he's I I always thought he was better than the fourteen. Seed.
2: Yeah, for sure. So uh all right, one ninety seven Macintosh over Burak, and uh Jaden over Farr. Uh, again. Those weren't wild matches. Not or shockers. Or super competitive at all. Nate Jackson is a junior. Wow, he's from Marion Catholic. I didn't know that. Wow. Marian Catholic, that's outside side of Chicago. They got a really there you go. We do a tournament there every once in a while. Uh, yeah, wow, that's a, that's a tough team. So he will be back next year. That that weight class is going to be fun. Um, at heavyweight, uh, Gwizdowski versus Kuhn was a nail biter, and and Snyder won by four points over Walls, but. That was a fun match. Walls got a takedown. Yeah, it was, it was pretty just, close I mean, for a while. Obviously,
0: the right guy won on both semis, but they were good competitive matches, fun to watch, both of them. So yeah,
2: and like we, you know, like you were talking about earlier, those are four really high level heavyweights. I mean, it's a deep bracket you would, there. You
0: wouldn't even flinch if any one of those, um, well, obviously the, the top two, but Kuhn or Walls, if they, either one of them won it, you wouldn't say that's a weak.
1: You yeah. wouldn't have
2: said that they're a weak national champion, and and three of these guys are kind of you know Kuhn and Kuhn and Walls are both juniors, and Snyder's obviously a sophomore. So you're gonna see those guys. Those guys. Back I didn't know year. Walls was a junior. Yeah, I just I just looked up. I was looking up Virginia Tech wow. and the only senior Virginia Tech loses is Brashetta. So they return all those All Americans. Um,
0: and I wonder who they have
2: in the hopper with recruits. And yeah, them. obviously they got Danton Zvatsky that wants yeah, to add, do that add some yeah. points to to the board too. Um, Alright, so let's go to the finals I don't know, I'm bringing these up on my computer But I don't know that we really, really, really even Don't even need to bring them up Need to do that because I kind of got them So Tommy, I, I freaked my wife out with my memory um, I told her I could remember every move that happened In the NCAA finals But one day, like four years ago I played this two day disc golf tournament So four rounds of disc golf You're talking roughly 60 shots around 50 to 60 shots and I could remember every shot I took.
1: <laughs> Literally. I'll
2: tell you where it landed, under which tree, what happened. Did it go too far to the left? Jeez. right? I got this bizarre memory for things I like. If uh-huh. I don't like it, I don't remember it. But right. if I like it. So, um and you probably are, we guess, the same way about wrestling. Very so. much so, yep. We've kind of talked about a few of these matches we've kind of hit on already. Um I give Megalutus
0: credit, though. He went out there yeah. and pushed the pace. He's had a lot of one to one OT ticky tack Mickey yep. Mouse, Mickey Mouse, you know, one twenty five pounders hummingbird matches, and <laughs> that's for Tommy. Stop! And, and so these, these little guys are going to hate you. And, and and it wasn't that way. It wasn't. He went after it and got yeah. it done and
2: scored. That's, Put himself underneath, and and you know what I mean? He, yeah. He, he got it done. Well, he that, that great. scramble he scored out of in the first period, you know, it was off Gilman's shot, but the way he went into that scramble, I'm thinking about doing a technique video on it. Right. It was freaking ballsy. Oh, yeah. Like, I yeah. was like, damn, yeah. he just went for that? Yeah, like, was great. Because he could have very, very, very very easily given up two points yeah. there. no doubt. And where he was, he could have stayed, and it was kind of like, wasn't a great position, but it wasn't a terrible. Yeah. He really went for it. And then, obviously, second period, he gets a takedown two. Um and it, you know, kind of opens the match up there. And, yeah, so that was, uh and we were all happy to see Nico. And he started the trend off of uh going up and hugging the parents. And that was, uh you know, <laughs> something we saw. We saw a lot on TV. Not everyone hugged their parents, but a lot of these guys went up and hugged their parents. Um, so happy to see Nico get it done. Now, you know, I was kind of thinking, Tommy, if he loses, he's the best finisher ever without a title. Period. Part, right. But, two, 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 three, oh, nine yeah, number, total. Number, number wise, yes, numerically, yeah. Yeah. it's never been done. Yeah. Never ever been done. So, would you rather be the guy with one title who is really good, or the best ever to never win a title? That's not a serious question, but it kind of is. Like <laughs> ten years down the road, like you can tell someone, I Whoa. am literally Tommy. <laughs> numerically, there's never been one person to wrestle Nance <laughs> is who has not won a title. The since ultimate, the ultimate bridesmaid. Ultimate Bridesmaid. That, no, that'd I, be freaking I don't want to be impressive. That guy, yeah. Okay, you want the title? Yeah, you're right. I do too. Um, we kind of talked about this. The, the most lopsided one point match ever.
1: ever. Yeah, wasn't
2: it? The yes. most lopsided one point match ever. And really, there was a, there. I think there was two other takedowns where Nishan was like right there oh, yeah. for him, but yeah. he, but Clark somehow slips out of him. If he would have lost, it would have been a crime against humanity. Oh my god, crime against humanity. Because he gave up. So what? He gives up. Three escapes and three stall points. Yeah, absolutely, because Clark doesn't score a reversal or back points. This is where the it was misapplication. or is it four? Is it four escapes? Misapplication of the rules. I, I don't. Even if even
0: if the referee was calling it correctly, we need to fix
2: that. Yeah, definitely. Because like I, like we talked about earlier, Nashon was on fire the first period, and and Clark was just trying to slow him down and disengage yeah. so so he doesn't give him twenty points. Yeah. I mean, because the thing with Deshaun is you shoot on him. He's so great with those go-behinds yeah. where he bounces and grabs low. Um, yeah, most lopsided at one-point decision in the NCAA Finals. I can remember in a long time. Um, 41, that was, you know, it says 3-2, which kind of seems like, hey, it could be boring. But Meredith was going after oh, him. Oh, yeah, he was playing for Keith. He was, uh, you know, <laughs> he he's in the playing. NCAA Finals, and he wasn't like, I'm happy to lose closer. He's like. This is my freaking title. I'm going to go get it. Zach and,
0: Morris, you know, and, he's
2: wrestling AC Slater. Yeah, one of the things <laughs> I, you know, I love that he did because sometimes scramblers, you know, I'm going to put him in the category of a scrambler, are scared to shoot um, because they don't have great offense. But something I always did, um, in my, especially in my early years in colleges, I would shoot a shitty shot to put myself in the scramble. Because yeah. I know they can't help but try to take me down, and right. then we're in the scramble, and we're going. They can't help themselves. That's exactly
0: right. And that's exactly what Meredith was doing, and it was genius
2: because he knew that's how he was going to beat Heil. Right. And he was really freaking close oh, to, yeah. to locking a few things up there in the third period. It was great. It um, was great. But Heil's great against the scramble. So that was a – it was 3-2, but to me that was a really was a good fun match. Yeah, I
0: wasn't upset with that at all.
2: This is the best finals I've ever seen. I, I think it was. Ever seen. I think it was for sure. Um – All right, Zane. This this is kind of one of the uh, matches because Zane goes out there and does what Zane does, and he essentially dominates. What was
0: his total riding time?
2: I don't even know. A lot. At least three, right? Head. Oh, at least three. More. It's got to be more than that. It's not a Kyle Dink six hundred nine or
1: anything. That was a
2: crime against humanity. (laughs) What? (laughs) Zane's win. Oh yeah. Man, and and you know. So, I mean, really, when you come down to it, I told people that the matches that weren't really competitive in the finals were 49-65, and I think that those are your two, you know, the, the four finalists for the Hodge are Nishan, Zayn, Alex Deringer and Snyder, but I, I think it comes down to it, Zayn and Derringer are your real I, I two pers-
0: finalists. Yeah, I personally think that Zayn's dominance and Derringer's dominance this year is kind of a wash, therefore... Derringer
2: should win. Yeah, and I actually got the uh, I got the email with the Hodge, and they, they oh yeah, you the, have a vote. I have a vote. And they are, gave, you gonna are you going to reveal this? You're going to wait till next week. Um, let's wait till next week. Okay, but I you know I haven't made my vote yet. I need to make it before Thursday. But I looked. At, they give you match by match results, right? Um, which is really interesting. And really, they both had one match that was compet- essentially competitive, right? Right. Um, Daniel Lewis, Lewis four three, and then Zane beats Klangen two to one. And then Zane had a, I believe, a four to one over Kalaka, and I don't think Deeringer had another one that was that close. No, um, he had a few less pins, but there. I don't think. You know what? I can go to my email right now and find it. I don't think. Um, I don't think that Deeringer had another one that was what you would say. Wow, this is competitive. You know, right, a, right. a two point match or even a three point match. Damn it! Did I delete it? What the heck? I'll, I'm going to search for it, Tommy. Um, but yeah, so I don't think he even has a, a match that's that competitive. Oh man, hold on, let me go to my. How do they get in the trash? What, how does there that happen go. sometimes? So this is uh, here's the match by match results of uh, Alex Deeringer right here. You know, so you see, like, you know, it's a lot of majors. He's not as big of a pin and a lot of tech falls. But we should, we
0: should, we should actually talk about this next week for sure. Yeah, because because I like to go down deep. Sure, on all four oh. tennis because you got Snyder who's eleven and zero. That dynamic you can't
2: give it to Snyder, really. But we can matter. still talk about no, it. He's done. We can still talk about it. Um, the other one that was, which I didn't even real, I wasn't paying attention to the Big Twelve Championships. But Jones only beat Tanner Weatherman four to two, which I find kind of. I don't know what happened in that match, but right. that's his other competitive match of the season. Um, and uh, Weatherman's not that good. So I don't know how <laughs> that you know. Yeah, like Lewis is a fourth place guy. Right, so, he, right. You know, and he, and. He beat yeah, him. He smashed him. He avenged the, the one point win. Besides those two, there's not a match closer than six points in here. Yep. So it's not like Deringer was really challenged all season, like same I said with Rutherford. And same with Rutherford. So Rutherford's got the. I'll pull his match results up. He's got the. Um, I, I think actually, in terms of pure
0: dominance, Zane has an ever so slight edge. Yeah. But with Deringer getting his third title, his you know th- whether the body of work counts or not, it counts.
2: When, yeah, for voters like you. It, no, it does. It does it becomes a tiebreaker. It's, a, it's you know? a category in there. Oh, it is. Yeah, past oh. past results. Yeah, and so I think the three titles are important. Uh, Deeringer hasn't lost in like two and a half years or something. Right, right. I think that's eighty-one really, straight. Eighty-one straight. I think that's really important because that's you know even like a Steuber had a loss in there, yep. which was to Zane. To Zane. But, but uh, you know <laughs> uh, you know but a uh, uh, Ruth a uh, Ruth had a right. loss in there. I mean, just putting that many matches so, together. Game Dean. The game team, <laughs> but yeah, you know, he's a freshman at the time. Yeah, I mean, yeah. both these guys are freshmen when they take those losses. Um, so you know, Zane's three matches that were competitive all year were uh, he beat Torrenson in 0 which was a lopsided four zero. 0 is four one, which is competitive, and then uh, oh yeah, Clangon, which is two one, and then his other only, his only other non bonus point was over Ken Thielball, which is eight uh, one, and you know he's got a few more pins. He's got a few more tech faults, but when you say how many matches this season were competitive uh-huh. for both of them, for both Deirdre and and um, Zane, you're saying not very many. Right. One, really, I think. Um, okay, let's get back to the finals. That's some Hodge talk for you. Um, okay. Martinez. Martinez Nolf. Awesome. Lived up to so the awesome. Totally awesome.
1: Awesome.
0: Incredible match. Both guys. You know, it was so awesome that you can't really. Talk about you know it's just it was a phenomenal match. They both brought it. I thought it was interesting how Martinez didn't look tired hardly at all at the end of the match. Yeah, you know what? To your point, the confidence and momentum built from the Big Tens. It was definitely a close match, and Martinez definitely could have lost, but I don't think he ever thought he was going to lose.
2: Yeah, no, I agree. I I felt like he was very confident in the match. Um, Obviously, Nolp is super freaking high level. But yeah, I don't think I don't think Isaiah thought he was ever going to lose. I feel like even though it was close, he was kind of in control. Yep. And uh, you know, he went out and got the takedown in the match, yep. and, um, and and gets it done. And then you know, and then cuts him and he wins by one point. And the the great thing about this one is like that. Where Zane, I told you, I want to pay Pico to come back. So, yeah, you know, we can see that rivalry. Gosh, it's amazing that Pico's like six and oh my I'd god, say. ridiculous! It's amazing. But we get to see this rivalry, Nolf Martinez, two more unless, years. Unless for some reason Nolf goes up, which I don't know. you know, Penn State's going to have a real logjam um, because they got Zane, they got Nolf, they got Manville, they got Vincenzo Joseph, and they got Mark Hall, who are all in my mind. I don't think any of them are really big enough to be a true 74. So for those three weight classes, they got five high level guys. And none of them are small enough to be 41. And none of them enough to be forty one. Is Vincenzo? What's Vincenzo Joseph's weight? He missed weight by like ten pounds at the scuffle for forty nine. Yeah, yeah. He's so down. he, you know, but he's not a huge guy. He's kind yeah. of, you know, he's not huge. And Mark Hall, same thing. You know, Mark Hall hasn't really grown too yeah. much yeah. in the last say That's three be years. A long jam, for sure. And Mandel's not getting any bigger either. So I think you're all. And obviously one of them can wrestle seventy four. Yeah. But it's not like, hey, this is your ideal weight class. Yep, I would agree. And then obviously they got. Uh, uh, Rashid, who did a decent job at 65 this year as a freshman, but he's you know probably going to have a hard time finding a spot in the lineup. Um, so it'll be interesting to see where Nolf goes, but I hope we get to continue to see this Nolf Martinez rivalry. Yeah. Um, okay, so 65, Deeringer Jordan, like we talked about, kind of boring. Um, just not a whole lot going on. So, you know, rumor has it, and maybe you can confirm or deny or otherwise, that Bo's going up, which... I won't be sad to see that rivalry end, Jordan versus Jordan. You won't be sad? They're never that enthralling yeah, to me, yeah. and Isaac's won every one, so I'm not sad to see that rivalry yeah, I, go. I, I, it, I don't know what
0: what's going on with um, you know, Tom Ryan and staff. I haven't talked to them since the Nationals, but I do believe, as a guy who knows the lineup at Ohio State fairly well, I don't know how you don't move Bo up to seventy four and Miles to eighty four. And I realize that means Miles has to take on Valencia and Gabe Dean and whoever else is at eighty-four, but but it's best for the team. Yeah. Um, it was best and for the it was best for the team that Bo go down. Yeah. And it's now best for the team that Bo go down. Miles up.
2: doesn't look small.
0: Miles Does not look small. Miles I the first time I ever met Miles, I shook his hand in October. At uh, a 7 a.m. workout, I was training for the marathon at, uh, on Ohio State treadmill, and I went and watched them practice at 7 a.m. He was built like a brick you-know-what house oh, yeah. at 195 pounds. So yeah.
2: he, he could he definitely, can for for oh, sure. no
0: doubt about it.
2: Yeah, and I, I, I mean, I don't know the situation inside at all, but to me, like, I'm like, that dude's cutting Here's the situation at Ohio State, just like any other great program. They do what's best for the team 100%
0: of yeah. the time.
2: Um, and
0: it wasn't... In Bo Jordan's best interest to go down to sixty-five this year, but it was in the team's, and Bo was happy to go down to sixty-five. And I think what's in the best interest of the team this year is that Bo go up and Miles go up and Isaiah White go in. Yeah, and th- then they've got you know the, if Isaiah White can come along, that's going to help the program. So I don't know what they're doing, but if I'm if I'm the coach, I'm I'm putting Bo up and Miles up. Yeah. So and he looked great. I mean, eleven seed
2: national champ. Now, so what's I mean? That goes right into that match. That match was freaking fun. It was was I mean, there's no what I mean. Bo Nickel goes for a freaking double overhook throw right at the bat, and Miles gets the takedown. I uh, don't. Um, yeah, it was more well, like a Miles double that Bo. Then, it was off or, the yeah, double, yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's where some people said. You know, I put out that video that said every NCAA final scored for leg attack, and some people were saying, "Well." Miles didn't, but, you know. That was a leg was Off of a leg attack. Of a yeah, leg attack. Yeah, that was a leg attack. So Technically yeah. speaking, maybe he didn't finish yeah. cleanly. Yeah, yeah but exactly, but it was a leg attack. He initiated the action. So did this throw in the second period, I mean, a thing of beauty, right? I mean, it was like, wow, oh my god! It was like, it was the first time I ever saw Miles Martin kind of let it go. Yeah. In any
0: match, really. He just said, I'm, I'm going to try to win the Nationals. And so, when you're that talented, those things happen more often times than not. So, great match by Miles
2: Martin. True freshman, national champ. You know, one of the things I was... Well, first of all, his dad in those glasses.
1: Tom <laughs> Ryan... It
2: might be a recruiting violation. Like, but Tom Ryan needs to buy his dad a pair of glasses. because Those are cracking me up. But... I loved his fist pumps. His oh, yeah, that was, pumps in there. that was good. It was good. It was good stuff. Uh, but Miles, Okay, he's winning... What was it? Maybe 11-5 going into the third period? 11-4? Yeah. I don't know, 10-4, somewhere in there. And obviously the only way he can lose at this point is to get thrown, uh-huh. and he freaking locks up with him. Yeah, and I'm yeah, thinking, yeah. is this a freshman move or what? Well, he's still a true freshman. Like, <laughs> what, what are you doing right now, uh, Miles? Are know. you trying to freaking blow your glory? Yeah, it was bad. And somehow, you know, he got thrown. Yeah. He sneaks his arm out and goes to his belly, oh, but yeah. to me, I was like, oh, God. Oh, yeah. This is like watching a train wreck. Oh, I like, yeah. can't really believe this is happening. But uh, it also shows kind of a lot of, I mean, I don't know, it's, you know, it's stupid or ballsy. Yeah. It can be on either side of those. You don't really know which one it is. <laughs> wow. It was freshman-y. It was freshman-y. That's sad. <laughs> and what, what do you think Tom Ryan was thinking of right now? Like, oh, God. No! <laughs> um, all right, Dean versus Dudley. Workman-like. Uh, fun match. Workman-like. If that wasn't a takedown. You know, I, if you had to say who are you cheering for, Dean or Dudley, I'm cheering for Gabe Dean. I don't think it was a takedown. I think this new flash takedown stuff is like crap. He was on an ankle and not really the belly. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it was a takedown. I don't, th- and then, you know, it was instantaneously where Dudley hits the switch and they come no. up to their feet. I just don't see how that can be considered. I really don't see how that can be considered a takedown. I don't know. Maybe, uh, maybe you're on the other side of the coin. I don't
0: you? remember the action as much as you do. I, okay. I don't know. Yeah. It's, I
2: yeah. Yeah. let's rewatch so you guys rewatch, maybe tweet us what you think. (laughs) Take down or not take down. Obviously they reviewed it. Uh, Nebraska Coach were furious. They reviewed it. refs say, yeah, our call stands. We're cool. Um, Jaden versus Morgan. You know, the one thing about this match, and I thought Jaden really controlled me out. Jaden's freaking outstanding. I mean, people don't realize Hey, let's stop real quick though. Jaden I just listened to his singing at Missouri. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh my god. I've never
0: Talk about multi-talented! Yeah. This guy, this guy could be on American Idol tomorrow.
2: Incredible! Maybe, maybe we should send him up there. Well, we I think I think we maybe. need to start a movement on
0: this podcast. <laughs> Jaden Cox, whether he's in the finals or not, whether he's wrestling, he needs to sing the national anthem as the NCAA finals get started next year in his warm-up. I think it'd be cool. Uh, proud. I mean, be awesome. It's in St. Louis. It's in St. Louis. He's a senior. You, you know his mom sings the national anthem at all the, the time. Missouri Tigers yeah, okay. basketball games. Okay. Yeah, so so he comes from a musical family. Uh, it's in St. Louis, his home state. He's a senior. I realize the crowd will probably like him a little bit more, and and therefore cheer for him a little bit more in the final. So you, you'd be doing a service almost to the. But this is about promoting wrestling. This is about marketing our sport, and that would be cool. That would be on the Sports Center top ten, or should be, in my opinion. I'm good. I'll push.
2: It. You know what? I got to call with Brian. I got to call Brian Smith right after this, so I'm gonna give a shot. I'm, Let's do yeah, it. Let's do we it. We need to push that next year. But you now, look, back you to wrestling. So. No, that's a great that's a great topic. Jaden Cox doing the national anthem. I love it. We actually had my roommate who was a wrestler at Mizzou, who was not a national champ like Jaden, but he was a wrestler and he sung the national anthem. Not as good of a story, man. (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) Tommy. Okay, so back to this match. Mont Prater, shout out. What's up? Sung the national anthem. Jaden. I, I, I don't understand how the first takedown that Jaden was going to have was not fleeing the mat. I don't know if you remember it, but McIntosh freaking no, dope, yeah, that was 17 that was feet fleeing. off the mat. And they don't even give him a stall warning.
0: Because he wrestles for the Nittany Lions.
2: Is that why? Because <laughs> I don't know there's any other reason for it.
0: <laughs> no, that was fleeing I have no idea why they didn't call
2: that. And then he almost did it again on the last takedown where Jaden just grabbed his ankle, yeah. up, but he was headed for, he was like, as soon as Jaden got that single up, that dude was headed for the out-of-bounds like nothing.
0: Yep. I mean, Morgan McIntosh, though, great career at Penn State, he didn't get it. Didn't get it done. You know, you you say that, you feel mm-hmm. kind of bad saying that. But he was the number one recruit overall in the United States, so didn't get it done. But good career. And Jaden, I mean, going for three national titles, third as a as a sophomore, only to Kyle Snyder, who could be another three time national uh, champ and a world Olympic champ. So. Yeah. Could be really interesting.
2: Yeah, he only has three losses. Is, I mean, obviously there's a disqualification this year for that slam. Boy, and he sure deserves that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a He's mind. such a nice guy. I don't know what he's doing there. I don't know what he's thinking. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty brutal. Um, <laughs> but, you know, he had two losses as a true freshman. And remember, he still has a red shirt. So, he had two losses as a true freshman. And he loses to Snyder, and then Mac- he lost to McIntosh in the wrestle back. I last didn't year. know he was a true freshman. Yeah, he didn't redshirt. He beat, um, what's his face in the finals? Your guy. Oh, yeah, I know he. Uh, I know who he beat in the finals. I just thought he was a redshirt freshman. No, he wow. never redshirted. That was a true freshman. That's year. amazing. So um, that's there. And then, uh, you know, the, the main event, which lived up to billing as the main event, uh, was totally freaking awesome. I mean, incredible. You know, these guys I mean, came to wrestle, and that's what it comes down to. It was the best to. match of the tournament. It was the best. You know, and people, I think
0: it was the best wrestling of the tournament. Quality wrestling, you know, when you talk about world-class wrestling, the stuff that those guys were doing out there with their setups, with the control ties, with the defense-to-leg attacks, it was stuff that you see at the Olympic Games. I've never not thought Wazowski was was a good wrestler. I've always thought that. Um, But in that loss, I actually learned how... Good, he really is, and I, you know, I know he doesn't probably doesn't like hearing that. But as good as I knew he was, was, I mean, he had that match one. Now he lost, and people. The other thing that you know, so even though I give Gwiz so much respect for how he wrestled, he is gonna, he, I think he's gonna get multiple world medals at heavyweight. Maybe not this year, but I think he's gonna be an animal. Um, But that being said, I hated how people say that. Snyder was lucky, or that Gwiz kind of blew it in. That's exactly how Snyder beat Gadisov in the World Finals.
2: Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I would say I think there's a lot of ways you can, can analyze this match. One of the things I would say is that Snyder I was shocked. I actually lost a bet during this match. I could not believe that Gwiz didn't try a little harder to ride him. Um, you know, he built up that riding time in the second if he thinking, would have had 15 I, more seconds of say, riding time I want to say at forty-one, going into the third period, and he's, and he's on top, right? And I bet one of the kids I coach, he's gonna get—he's smart enough, he's gonna get a minute. One way or the other, he's gonna grab a leg, he's gonna push him out, he's gonna do something because he's got no stall warnings at this point. I'm saying he's getting it, so I bet him like thirty pushups of- that he gets this right time, and he lets Snyder out in like I want to say ten or eleven seconds, so he's at fifty-three seconds. Where I mean, if, if listen, strategy, perfect strategy, and you know, this is heat of the moment, so maybe yeah. he's not, but. Push him out of bounds. Get a stall warning. Get it up to 108 or 110 where yeah. he got some cushion, And then so he gets it up to 51. He gets another takedown off of an amazing scramble. And, uh, you know, he gets it over the minute, but not by a lot. Yeah. And you got no stall warnings. Like, no. get that thing up to minute 20, minute 30. Oh, yeah, yeah. Those, those, there's a lot of ways right. that, that that it could have been different.
0: But the cool thing is it was two takedowns and two takedowns. All four of the takedowns scored yeah. were world-class in their own right. You know, the first takedown was just a standard, good hips, sliding off the shoulder, mm-hmm. go behind. Second takedown was was Gwazowski, who is at the wrong weight class and the wrong body build, to do that, uh, what do you call it? ankle pass? Ankle pass, you know, the, the the foot pass or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, for the score at heavyweight, incredible. And then Snyder's two TDs, the one at uh, the end of the regulation and the one mm-hmm. in overtime. Just just overall good stuff. The composure they both had. That match lived
2: up to them. it's the greatest heavyweight match of all time. You know, one thing that I was that was just really shocked about. Um, is Gwizdowski got in on a couple single legs, and he's trying to sit the middle. We I call it sit the middle, but he, you know, he was going to go to his knees and go to the middle. Head, yeah, yeah. head in the middle, lifting up. And he kind of got Snyder off the mat, and he wasn't able to get him all the way yep. up. And this yep. was shocking to me, because we're talking Snyder's at 225, and, and Gwizdowski wrestles heavyweight, so he's regularly wrestling much bigger guys than yep. Snyder, how does he not get him all the way up? So Snyder must just be that freaking strong. Yeah, he, where he is was, You know, the block on the waist. I know. The hip was good. <laughs> oh, we know. We know. So but I was like shocked that, because usually in that position, usually if you get them an inch off the mat, they're going up in the air. Yeah. I mean, you yeah. know, you wrestle, yeah. I wrestle, we know. You get them up a little bit in the middle, boom, they're up on your shoulders. Yeah. And Gwiz gets them off the mat a few inches, then it's just like, Kyle Snyder said, gravity will become heavier. And you know, he couldn't get lifted anymore. It was like, I was like, how's he not freaking lifting up here? To me, it was shocking. Yeah, it really yeah, was. Yeah. So, um, I thought that was really interesting. Um, you know, I know we're dissecting this match a lot. And the other thing that Snyder, which I think he really had to do in this match more than others, and I've, I can't. I guess I can't say I wasn't as impressed in this one skill as in the match, but I was impressed how great he got angles. Oh yeah. I mean, his angles were phenomenal, and even on the shots that Kuzdowski stopped, his angles were phenomenal. And uh, you know, you need that against a bigger guy. Yeah. Or you're gonna wait,
0: if you if you just try to if you're 226 pounds as a heavyweight, I'm familiar with that feeling. If you just try to take the guy down by using your brute strength only, you're gonna get exhausted. You're going to get exhausted. You have to get angles. You have to create angles. You have to you know, be in a position where you don't have to use every ounce of your soul to get the takedown because you only got three or four of those in you before you blow a
2: gasket. So yeah. he is great at doing that, and that's why he is who he is. Yeah, and you have know, one takedown. Obviously, he used it in regulation, um, and which I, I think we saw a lot of Dan and I think it's becoming a trend because it essentially takes the scramble out of the picture, which is what you're trying to do. If you're a great offensive wrestler. Legs. You're trying to boom. Knock, I mean, it's almost like an ankle pick, and it's almost like a low double. Uh-huh. I don't. It, it's kind of almost like a hybrid type yeah. of shot. I don't know exactly what to call it. Um, somewhere between a low double and an ankle pick, that shot or that type of attack, I think we're going to be seeing become incredibly more prevalent at the college yeah. level. I no think doubt. we're already seeing it. Oh yeah. So. Um, I think well, we're good here, man. That's an hour and ten minutes. Yeah, you so know what? I, I, thought, I was thinking this was going to be a short episode. Uh, we're losing it, some interest here, I think. we so a long. Long episode. Ahead. Wow. Um, okay, so next week we're going to hit a season. You know, that was the NCAA Tournament Recap. We'll hit a season recap next week, and then the week after that we got a... Uh, Olympic Trials preview show which you know. Rich Bender We got plenty of people That want to be on the show So we'll maybe bring on A guest for that one oh, We got Bender After the
0: trials And before World Cup That's what okay. we're going to do it, so.
2: so we'll bring on someone For the Olympic Trials preview And Tommy and I Are even thinking about Giving away awards next week So maybe we'll give away awards I'm in on that
0: I'm in on that
2: Alright thanks guys uh, That was episode 19 Thanks for listening For always Thank and you Defense Soap Defend what you have built Awesome Have a great day guys Brought to you by All Force Nutrition a wrestling company with products for wrestlers by wrestlers. They sponsor a a plethora of senior level athletes, including David Taylor, John Rear, Dustin Schlater, Zach Sanders, and their products are delicious. I've I've had their post-workout. I've had their pre-workout. I'm even getting old, so I'm taking some of the joint pills. Log on to allforcenutrition.com and get some of your products today.